0: Jenny, I'm finding with pregnancy, I'm discovering some amazing things. I don't know if you've um, ever tried this. Orange juice. It's absolutely fantastic. I've not had it since I was a child. Now I have about a litre a day. Delicious. Who would have thought? I know. Seriously, guys, try it. to two new mums sponsored by the baby show we're also their official podcast partner for their next live event at excel in london between the 4th and 6th of march which by the way is the nation's largest shopping destination for all things baby you can compare try and buy products and enjoy exclusive deals from hundreds of brands
1: Tickets are on sale at thebabyshow.co.uk slash excel, but we have a very exclusive discounted offer just for you. Mm. You can find this on our website, twonewmums.co.uk, and on our Instagram, twonewmumspodcast. We also have... 100 tickets to give away as well. That's coming very soon. So make sure you're following us on Instagram as that's going to be
0: appearing there. It is. Terms and conditions apply, of course. And if you're listening after the 3rd of March, 2020, I'm afraid this no longer applies. Uh, So welcome. We're two podcasters who fell pregnant two days apart without a clue (laughs) between us. So whether you're on your fertility journey, you're currently pregnant or you're undecided about kids or maybe you've just been there and done that, you are in the right place. I'm Amy Vos, and I'm... Jenny Longden.
1: Oh, seamless. So on the last episode, um, which I hope you've listened to, uh, we were talking about uh, conception and our fertility journeys and Amy and I's couldn't have been more different. We're like the perfect example that for everyone it's entirely different. And mm. if you heard Amy's in particular, um, yours was a lot tougher, a lot more emotional. You, um, it, it, was, it was planned as well for a start, unlike mine. <laughs> and with that being said... What we're going to talk about first is is how I told Amy. Now, if you just think about this. So knowing what we went through, I, I wasn't planning a pregnancy. I wasn't trying for a baby. And I knew not in the detail that, Amy, you shared on the last episode. But I, I knew you'd been through a lot. So... I really wanted to tell you, and I'd started telling people that we know and that we have in common in our lives, so I I knew you were going to find out soon, but I was so incredibly nervous to tell you just because I feel like some good news for someone isn't always great news for another, and you can't assume that they're going to be able to be happy for you all the time, especially when it can actually be devastating. You can be best friends, and you can find out your friend's pregnant, and it can be devastating.
0: Yeah, I've not thought really thought about it from that side. But yeah, of course. But well, now, you know, I when I did eventually get pregnant, I did have a couple of incidences where I thought, I think I need to be careful how I tell people because and also because I knew how it felt. And it is suddenly you do feel the guilt. So I didn't. It's mad to think I didn't even know you were going through this. It's so yeah. weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I thought, well, how on earth do I do it? And then I was like, look, we're best friends. We've known each other a long time. I just phone her and tell her surely and and do it in the most human sensitive way I can. But obviously that just in actual reality turned into a really nervous strange awkward phone call
0: (laughs) well it was initially but it was the funniest phone call I've ever had I'll never forget I was I was on the platform I was about to get the train into work Jenny had messaged saying can we have a chat on the phone and I was like what and we weren't doing the podcast at the time so I thought we were on a break so I was like well this is weird and I immediately thought she's pregnant she wants to (laughs) phone me and then I thought, if she's pregnant, this is absolutely brilliant. Bear in mind, at this, month, at this point, I was 12 weeks pregnant, but I had barely told anyone. Like me and, obviously, my boyfriend. I hadn't even told my family at this point because I was waiting for the 12-week scan and to see my family in, in person. And so I thought, if Jenny's pregnant, this is going to be ridiculous. So she calls me up and she's like, hi, oh, yeah, chat. And she went, look, I just, I just need to tell you, and I'm sorry because I know what you've been through, but we're having a baby. And I think I went, are you joking? She went, no. And I went, guess what? I think you were like, no way. And I was like, I'm pregnant too. And we just pissed ourselves, didn't we? Just laughing like, how is this? And then I went, how far are you? Jenny went 12 weeks. And I was like, I'm 12 weeks. <laughs> and it was then I said, I'm 12 weeks, four days. And you were 12, three, 12 weeks, two days. And yep. that was just, I was, then we were just howling. We were like, is this a joke? And how has this happened?
1: I, I genuinely and then,
0: think I felt
1: happier for you than my own because (laughs) I was still processing my own and I just knew what you'd been through. And, it I mean, it was just amazing. And then I said to you, oh, so you you would have had a scan recently, like the 12-week scan, and you said, yesterday.
0: And I said, mine was yesterday. (laughs) What time was yours, Jenny? 12.30. What time was yours, Mine was (laughs) (laughs) 12.30. It was ridiculous. That's literally how it panned out. Two days apart, our scans were at the same time. It was the weirdest, it's one, it's honestly, of my, one of the weirdest phone calls of my life, I think. When has that ever happened?
1: That is it was, just
0: ridiculous. And, it was, and then we both suddenly clicked because we'd both
1: had 12 weeks of it and, and been through what we're going to discuss on this episode. But we both suddenly went, oh my gosh, this would have been really helpful to know because oh. I've needed to text people and I've needed to like, it's, it's nice to go, are you going through this? Yeah, me too. Yeah.
0: And like have that relatable oh, yeah. chat. It was, I tell you what, that's what it was. It was such a relief because I'd been bottling it up because of my experiences before. I was really, I I just, because I'd literally had that 12 week scan like the day before. I I still hadn't, because I wanted to tell my family in person and I wasn't seeing them till the weekend. So they didn't know. So I hadn't told anyone. And this is the thing about the first trimester. And we want to talk about it this week is just that it's so difficult and it is ridiculous (laughs) that you don't, you know, most people don't tell people. And then, the thing is, I know that people don't tell people because there's a higher risk of, 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 you know, losing the baby and, the, you know, you want to check everything's all right. But I kind of think you should tell people straight away because this is the problem with miscarriage. No one talks about it. Mm-hmm. If we told people from day one, then you miscarry, you know, like I did a couple of times, then you've got that support and you've not got that weirdness. And it would be it would I think it would make it a lot easier So I don't really get why it's all shrouded in secrecy. I really think that needs to end. Like, imagine if you could tell your workplace, look, I'm four weeks pregnant, just so you know. Look, nine months in advance, eight months in advance here. And then if something terrible does happen, um, you can say, I'm so sorry, I've I've miscarried. And then they can give you, allow you the time off work. You know, I did a show the same day I found out I had a miscarriage. I just think it, I think it should... I think it should change. I, I get, I get in a way why people want to be careful, but I don't know. I think we need to open up that conversation. But the thing is, that was what, that was what Jenny did from day one. Um, this is amazing, Jenny. Who was the first person you told when you were pregnant? The first person after
1: Christian, he was the first. But then, you know, outside of our family bubble, was my boss. <laughs>
0: brilliant to ring him amazing and i mean and it, who tells that literally she's just peed on a stick pretty much yeah 10 yeah. minutes later better tell my boss it was, this is how maybe we should be doing it. what okay go on it was two hours after i found
1: out wow And, you know, it barely settled in my boyfriend's mind. And um, it was a very weird moment for me, because obviously, if you listen to the first episode, this wasn't planned, but we knew it could, hoped maybe one day it could happen. we were kind of winging it a little bit and letting the universe decide. But when it happened, we were processing that. And that was a lot. And then about an hour after I found out, my mum rung me. And, you know, you think, oh, my gosh, does she know? (laughs) <laughs> I was like oh she's got that weird mum sense and then she said um Ginny, are you sitting down and I was like yes and she said your Nana's just died who oh. was my mum's mum and the three of us couldn't have been closer and it, that was again unexpected and so there I am processing this amazing new life and joy but then the loss of another life and that, I that said gives what me chills
0: a bit that kind of makes know. me feel like
1: And I said, when did she die? And she said about an hour ago she passed away because my cousin, (gasps) Sean was in the room with her holding her hand when she died. So we know when she died. And I I was like, no. And my (sighs) nana, I'm the only grandchild that doesn't have kids. And she always said she was hanging on for that. And so, and I'd seen her the day before, no, two days before. And she'd sat the whole time with her arms around my waist hugging me. And I don't know if she, I feel like she knew and she she just sensed it or, you know, I'm so into like all the, this kind of stuff and, you know, one life kind of has to make room for another and I just kind of feel like this child could be my nan or reincarnated and if so, I'm in for a wild ride because she was an absolute bugger. Um, but <laughs> yeah, oh, so. But
0: that, 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 yeah, that's kind, I think that's lovely though. Like, I mean, lovely. so sad, but I think she definitely would have known. I do feel like there's that's incredibly poignant I don't think things like that happen by accident I do think there's some kind of not particularly religious but there is some kind of divine intervention going on there I did I and you know what how lovely to believe that even if you weren't into the you know that's yeah it's it's wild and ever since
1: like I've got a, a ring of hers that I got immediately that I wear to my scans and all this and like I can't not and but then so I was a mess like a complete mess I'm trying to process it all and I had to go do a radio show that night and to, for my radio show I had to drive 2 hours there and 2 hours back and wouldn't get home till 2 a.m. Um and I, I just had to ring my boss and say um hi I'm I'm having a bad one today <laughs> there's there's no way I well, can Well mixed consider- emotions. <laughs> yeah. I was like there's there's and he was like and he said what's wrong and I thought well I've got to tell him so I was like well good and bad and told him both and he just went yeah, don't you worry. You 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 go and get yourself sat down, and I'll get you covered. And he was fantastic. It was brilliant. And I did say, by the way, you're the first person to find out. So
0: yay! God, oh, That is my. I mean, most people. You see, I would have just gone in with the with the grand news, to be honest. I guess been I could have. Yeah. would have been enough. But I love that you were you're like, right. I need to tell you everything. I mean, to be fair. You know, it might sort of allow you a few more days off work because that is such a lot to take in in one day. So, but I mean, fair play to you. You told him, and he did actually. You know, right. he's you know full well he's not going to be bothering you for a few
1: days because that is a lot to process. He did. He but, gave me the week off. Actually, it was a Tuesday, uh, well, you, so he gave me the oh, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think
0: you probably needed it. Wow. That I mean, that
1: is yeah, that is pretty remarkable. And then from there, because of that, the very next day. Because my mum had just lost her mum and was beside herself, I thought, I'm going to give her some good news. And yes, it, looking back, it was probably too much for the poor lady to process. But I went over the next day and told her she was having her first grandchild. So I'd like, I, I didn't really waste any time. I just started telling people immediately. How,
0: how did she take that? Did it help her a little bit? Was it nice? Was she...
1: Yes, we did a thing where we just gave mum and dad a little gift bag and she thought I was giving her a crystal because that's like what I would normally do if she was struggling. And it, it, there was a dummy in it that said something like, oh, I can't remember, it was something cute. And she, they opened it and she just burst into tears. And she did say, oh, I, I, needed, I needed that. I needed that today. So I was, I was glad I told her. But um, yeah, it was a wild week. And yeah, after that, Amy, I just, I think I can't hold my water and just started telling everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just amazing. I, you know, like I say, I was quite. I waited until after that twelve-week scan, and then I, I took the picture because I, re- I just wanted to do it in person with my mum. And for Aww. some reason, I was, I was so busy that summer, and I wanted to get that scan out of the way. So I got there, and it was really funny because she, um, I basically, I pulled the scan out of my bag. I said, "Oh, I said Peggy Sue's got some news, my dog." Um, <laughs> she's going to have a new sibling because I wanted to make her think I was getting another dog. Cause she always gets cross about that. Like Amy, stop having, stop going on about dogs all the time. Cause <laughs> you know, she's, she's been really worried. She was always really worried about me not, you know, being able to conceive and things. Yeah. And um, I said, Oh yeah, Peggy Sue's got some news. She's going to have a new sibling. And my sister and my niece were there at the time. And my sister and niece saw the, saw the scan photo and it instantly went, Oh my God. And started welling up and came over to me. And Mum was just going, what? Who's this that? Who's is that scam picture? What's going on? She couldn't she, I I messed her I messed her head up too much. Confused. as she went, Yes, but when are you getting this dog? And who's is that then? Oh, it's mine. And she went, What do you mean it's yours? And she started getting quite angry. And she was so confused. And I was like, Mum, I'm having a baby. I got pregnant. And then she just lost it. And it was so lovely. And she was just like, Oh my God. And yeah, and we all had a little cry. And it was just, it was so nice, but it was so funny how angry she got because she couldn't work out, what am I doing? What was I doing? I was like, no, that was a joke about Peggy Sue. She's still asking about this other bloody dog. I was like, no, mum.
1: Why are you um, getting another dog if you're pregnant? What yeah, are you doing?
0: Amy, that's, that's not sensible. <laughs> mum, it was a joke. <laughs> so it was, um, oh, it was hilarious. I t- had to tell Kenny, right, there's a the difference between... Men and women. I had to tell him off. Do you know how he told his mum? Go on. He, he sent her a text. No. with A picture of the scan and that was it. <laughs> Kenny, you don't know it's where tw- she is. Jenny, I was livid. I was like, for a start, we go around to tell your mum in person. Yeah. He sent, he didn't even write any text. He sent a picture. <laughs> he went, well, a picture paints a thousand words. I was like, you're a... <laughs> Kenny. Absolutely. I was like, what is wrong with you? You don't know but- where
1: she is in that moment. She could be doing a big <laughs> shop. <laughs> she could be ill-prepared like she could be fighting a snag in her tights trying to get that thin denier on and not rip them and you don't know what <laughs> is It's outrageous.
0: Right? she could be on the loo anything it's yes. not okay you know what to oh, be having livid. a plot Jenny, when livid. you find out that you're having that. No. gosh but do you know what it is so funny the people you end up telling first before fact well not not in your case you just told everyone you <laughs> yeah. saw yeah postman the lot um yeah. for me like one of the first person like, people I told was a woman I hadn't even met so I was booked what? in for acupuncture because I thought I was about to start IVF didn't I so I'd booked because everyone says when you get IVF you should have some acupuncture I'd booked this woman and I <laughs> texted her and went um look I don't know what to do but I've just found out I'm actually pregnant. and She was like oh well still come because apparently it's it's quite beneficial the first sort of few weeks. I mean of course yeah. I say that. Um no but I think it probably was. <laughs> and um so I told my acupuncturist first and then the weirdest moment was I had a hen do like a week later and I was oh, like oh no no that's no. tricky. Yeah and um so I turned up and luckily I had a good excuse in that I was at work in the morning. I said oh my I was like, oh, my bloody Uber didn't turn up this morning. I'm about to drive, haven't I? But <laughs> then they did... <laughs> Oh my <laughs> God, <Amy>. You <laughs> yeah, but live all... in London. There's so many Ubers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they all fell for it. And then they went. But the thing is, they went. Oh, leave your car. You can stay at mine, or you can do this. I was like, oh no, I can't. Luckily, I had I had work the next morning, so I was like, I can't, can I? I'm up at four the next morning, oh. so thank goodness for work. So I, I thought I'd got out of it, and anyway, so I'm sat in this Hindu having a lovely meal. I ordered um, scallops to start, and and obviously yeah so I'd managed to get around the uh, the drink situation but they were like well, you can have just one you can have just one and you know the first few months I was like I'm not touching alcohol oh and uh, I was like oh so anyway it got that was getting a bit pressurized the scallops came out I didn't realize they were going to be raw can't um, eat that oh gosh. and I thought this is this is too much so I went basically there was this we had this one waiter called Tom and because it was a Hindu, they were like hey Tom getting a bit pally with him you know <laughs> Tom had a and, great um, day. Tom had a long shift that day and I basically I went out into the corridor luckily we were in like a bit of a separate room I went to the corridor I followed him I went Tom I went listen I'm pregnant and none of them know um so can you do one I cannot eat those scallops because they're raw and I didn't realize I'm sorry and I said two I said can you keep bringing me non-alcoholic cocktails but not make a thing of it yeah so it looks like I'm just and you know what Tom was like Got it. He was like oh. a bloody actor. He came back in and went, oh, I'm so sorry. I put the scallops down. You didn't even order those, did you? I, I it was completely the wrong order. Gave me something else and then just kept plying me with these um, mocktails. And everyone oh. was like, oh, what's that? And I was like, oh, I'm just going to have a couple of mojitos. And <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Oh, Although we all about- needed
1: Tom in that situation.
0: <laughs> Do you know what? I felt like, I think I might have emailed the restaurant to say thank you. because yeah, it was. Good. it's one of those, I mean, part of me again. I should have just told them all but I hadn't the thing is for me I hadn't told my mom and like I hadn't told my family and I was like no I'm not ready and the alcohol weird. thing is the
1: hardest thing I think and and we had a party and I told two of my friends like my best friends knew but the, the the big gang of us that always party together they didn't have a clue and they'd hired a bar and you all pay and you just get endless drinks all day like it was in my friend's garden so I used the excuse that I hadn't paid the bar and I wasn't going to have it because I'm not that into fruity cocktails and I just kind of like a bit of whiskey. So, and they believed that. They were all right with that. So then we took a bottle of whiskey, me and Christian, my boyfriend, and he kept going in to getting me top-ups of whiskey and Coke, which of course was just Coke. But Christian had a decade of performing in musical theatre and I think he really thought I could play on my Amdrum days here. <laughs> so... <laughs> so he he was he he could have just handed me the drink like in any situation he would have handed me a whiskey and coke but he'd stand up and like so everyone looked at him and go oh hey i love he's from yorkshire oh yeah i love have a sip of that tell me if it's strong enough and i would look at him like he'd just see the whites of my eyes like you're gonna be fucking dead sorry for swearing but yeah you're gonna be dead and then He'd hand it me Mm. and I'd have to sip it and go, Oh, yeah, that's ever so strong. Thank you. And you you that thing where you're like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) it's a good pour. Oh, it's a good pour. And every time he had a different way of doing it, and I was like, It's getting obvious. You would never normally do this. Just get me a drink.
0: (laughs) They're all thinking, Why does Christian keep going on about Jenny's drinks? You're (laughs) overcompensating. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this. If you ever order non-alcoholic cocktails and you always try and, even if you're not pregnant, I think you play it down because there's always this sense of pressure, isn't there, to drink. And sometimes you just don't want to, or you're pregnant, whatever. It's like they'll come over, they'll go, what would you like? And you'll say, oh, I'll I'll have the um, mint, whatever it's called. And they'll go, oh, the non-alcoholic cocktail. Stop. (laughs) It's like they flag it up. Shut up. Waiters. Nine times out of ten, that's a pregnant person trying to just get through the night, okay, without telling people. Oh, my God, it's so annoying. They really flag it up. It's almost like they know. It's so true. And
1: in the nice restaurants that I've been to, I haven't been to any bars, I wouldn't know, but restaurants, why is a mocktail the same price as a cocktail? Oh, Jenny,
0: don't. What? What? I went to a cabaret night and I was sat there and they were like, I looked at the, I didn't, it it was a menu that was like a set menu and I it didn't have any mocktails or anything on it. And so I asked the lady, I was like, have you got any like, mock you know, something that feels a bit like a cocktail? And she went, yeah. She went, we do a great mojito um, mocktail. I went, brilliant. I'll have one of those. Had one. It was delicious. I had three. They were 15 pounds each. Oh, what? I just, yeah. I was absolutely, I spent 45 pounds on three, but I was absolutely livid. And I was like, but what do I do? I've had them. I mean, oh, so you'd have been better mad. off and happier with a Ribena, because you can't you beat know, that. Really, tap it water. To it. Yeah, tap Absolute water. Absolute joke. Do you know what's weird though? I mean, for a start on the Hindu, one girl came up to me, and we'd been out all afternoon. It was early evening. She sat down next to me. She went, "You pregnant, then?" I was like, well. "What?" She was like, "Well, obviously you're pregnant." What? And I was like, "Yeah." She just knew. She just knew. She was like, "I knew as soon as you walked in." And I was like, "What?" And bearing in mind, I'm like five weeks pregnant, six weeks pregnant. She was like, I knew when you walked in. I mean, not drinking is is obviously quite an obvious cue. But I asked the other girls later on and they were like, no, I genuinely thought you'd <laughs> you'd not got your Uber. Um, and How <laughs> on earth that was It's just weird because you guessed it with me, didn't you? When I told yeah. you, you went, I thought you were from one of your Instagram posts. Yeah. Which weirdly was when I was at Reading Festival, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I I suspected. I think it was wishful thinking. Like I say, that it was amazing that we both were, and I I, I think there was that you went to Reading with your nieces, which how you did that—that's another story in trimester one. Amy, take oh. I take everything off to that.
0: Without doubt, my worst experience during the first trimester. I'll go into that in a minute. But... Oh, it was awful.
1: And then there was one where you had, you and your friend Paul went for an afternoon and it looked amazing. You were by like some water, you were having drinkies, yeah. you were in the sun. And that's a situation where 100% you're having cocktails, pims, that kind of thing. And... I was zooming in on your Instagram pictures like an absolute weirdo
0: saying to Christian, "I think Amy's pregnant." That's not that's not alcoholic. Well, I hadn't Do you know what was a bit naughty of him? I hadn't told him I was pregnant because I hadn't told anyone at that point. But I wasn't drinking and I was like, "Oh, I'll just drive." And I was trying to play it down. And he did an Instagram post saying oh, here's me having 10 cocktails. Amy just had water all day. And I was like, why have you flagged no. that up? You probably suspected I was pregnant, but thanks for flagging it up. Oh. It was a bit weird. Yeah, but anyway, I, it, it's just weird that you, yeah, that you noticed from that picture because I remember thinking, I wonder if I look pregnant because you know you feel <laughs> mega bloated. Oh, but oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that was probably the worst experience in the first trimester. I mean, I was taking my niece and I was like, I'll just drive. It will be fine. But the tiredness and fatigue at that point was overwhelming And also it was full of drunk teenagers. I'm not joking. We walked in people being sick and I'm feeling permanently nauseous anyway. I was like, I just, and it was big, dirty, full of people. Like they wanted to go up to the front and mosh and stuff. And I was like, obviously can't do that. I hadn't even told my niece at this point. Oh my God. It was the longest day of my life. Oh my (laughs) God. It was so tough. I mean, watching some of the music was great, but I just was like, I've just got to get through this. Some of it the was, things um, that you have rough. to
1: just do... Like, I really struggled because I, like I say, had to drive two hours to work and two hours back. And so that that was a, a long commute and I'd get back at 2 a.m. And you you feel sick and you the exhaustion. I mean, we'll go come into this, but I was so tired and I'd get to work and I'd feel so ill and have to then do a radio show and, like, the producers and stuff would be chatting and I just felt so ill. And Ugh. also... I dread driving home because you can't have a, an amount of caffeine, you know? So I'd have this had my like, daily allowance. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's harder than the alcohol. I think a hundred percent people are like, do you miss alcohol? I'm like, no, and miss caffeine in a way I can't describe. <laughs> because yeah. I cut it out completely. I was like, I couldn't care about drinking. I was like, caffeine. Why does no one go on about that? It's debilitating. Oh. And I know you can have 200 milligrams a day or whatever it is. But in the first trimester, I wasn't messing about with anything. I was like, no, I won't have anything that, is maybe not recommended. So I had zero caffeine oh my and it was cr- it was crippling because Ugh. the fatigue yeah. is just like nothing I've ever felt before. It's not like in your second, third trimester. It's not that bad. First trimester is, oh, this is why people should know about it.
1: I, I, I had to say like to my fiance, bless him, he said when I was, I was gearing up to go to work one night, I'd had my milligrams or whatever it is with caffeine allowance to get me there. God knows how I got home every night. Now I look back, I don't know how I did it. But Christian, I remember said to me in a nice way, blessed but annoying way, he said, Oh, if I could carry it for you, I would. And I was like, You you couldn't though, because this is why women are so amazing. Because we just do. We have that. Now I understand why I'm such an emotional person, why I'm so why I've got so much empathy for others. Why it's because of this like maternal thing we have built in us. And like, we do just do it. Like there's women, I was only driving and sitting down doing a radio show. There's women that do 18 like, hour shifts in a hospital hospital in the first trimester my friend was a primary school teacher looking after like 60 kids she said one day she had to go on top of the roof of the new build of the school to inspect it in a hard hat and high-vis jacket (laughs) trying not to throw up and she couldn't say i can't go up there because i'm pregnant she just had to get up there
0: yeah my my best mate is a nurse and she was working she worked at, at the time she was working on um icu intensive care unit like endless hours constantly on her feet and then she fell pregnant again during the pandemic and she was going in during the pandemic up to six months pregnant when people weren't vaccinated or anything like because I was because it was as soon as I fell pregnant is when I started they asked me basically to cover another show and I was basically doing double shifts I just couldn't turn it down and I was like I was just the tiredness the fatigue um in the first trimester is is so it look if you're listening now and you're in the first trimester it does fade yeah you think it you just can't see how it will but it really does and and the nauseous as well we'll come on to the um (laughs) smells in a moment but that was game changing (laughs) so i remember you saying in the first episode jenny when you found out you were pregnant (laughs) you and christian had just had a massive row (laughs) So how did you go down and tell him and what was his response like?
1: Um, it was one of them where you, you, you realise a lot of arguments that you have as a couple are very irrelevant to, you know, it gave me very good perspective that day. I thought, I'm just going to go down and give him a hug and be nice and tell him this news. And, and none of that happened because what happened was I walked downstairs and he was in the kitchen with his back to me still sulking. And I just stood and froze and he turned around and I was frozen on the spot and I remember looking him in the eye Dead in the eye, and I was crying and physically shaking, but also laughing. I was experiencing every emotional, uh, every emotion. I can't explain it. And he looked at me and he went, "What?" And I went, "Um, I'm uh, um, um." And he went, "Are you pregnant?" And I went, H-h-h-h-h-h. "I couldn't even say it." And he just ran and picked me up, and he burst into tears. And oh. he was like, "Oh my gosh!" He was over the moon. If you listen to episode one, he was. He he knew he wanted a kid, whereas I was still undecided. And he put me down, and he went, "Are you happy?" And I went, "I th- I think so. Yes, 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 yes." And he was like, "Good, good, good." <laughs> like then he then he turned to the dogs and went, "You're going to have a little brother or sister."
0: And he told oh. the dogs, which was nice because otherwise they'd have never known. <laughs> oh no, absolutely not. Oh, that's lovely. You see, that's the sort of reaction you want. You see that in the films and in TV shows. Yeah, My <laughs> Here's another reaction that can happen, um, oh God, I think.
1: don't, do no.
0: Maybe it's just... No, actually, initially it was all right. So, like I say, so I did my pregnancy test in the afternoon and then I thought, what I'm going to do is I need to deal with Kenny carefully because, <laughs> you know, he was always a bit, like, up for doing this, but I knew it would still blindside him a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And Kenny always has this joke whenever I come home from work. Whenever he comes home, he always goes, did you buy me a gift? It's just a little joke we have. And I never buy him oh, a gift. I love
1: him so obviously, much. I've,
0: obviously, I'm not buying him a gift every day. <laughs> Why? So I thought, I know what, I thought. He wants I one. thought, I know what, he's like a 10 year old. So I thought, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy him a really good gift because sur- he'll be like, what? And then I'll tell him. Oh. Um, also, you know, this has just saved me six and a half grand on IVF. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought I'll pick up a gift. And I got him some really nice, I've got him some like Tom Ford aftershave because I thought I'm going to give him something that's re- really going to blindside him. Like, why have you bought me this? Yeah. And then he'll be like, I'll tell him the news. So I got home and I was like, I've got you a gift. And he was like, what? Oh, <laughs> He's so excited. Oh, and I gave it him, and he was just like, oh, my God. And he was like, why have you got me this? And I just said, well, I just want to say thanks because you've just saved me a lot of money in IVF. And he just went, what? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. And he went, he went congratulations. <laughs> Because he just knew I wanted it so bad. Oh. Sort of thing. He's quite dry and quite, um, yeah, so congratulations. He's so brilliant. And then we had a hug and it was fine. And then it was fine. And then, and then the weeks after that, ooh, went a bit weird. Um, he he did not mention it once um, and it was not talked about. And I, to the point I'd br- I was like, look, I said, I'm obviously excited, but we need to wait until I've had at least the seven weeks. Yeah. So let's not, you know, before you panic or before you, or, or, you know, maybe even get excited, let's (laughs) get that scan out of the way first. So once we had that scan out of the way, I was obviously delighted, that seven-week one. And, um, yeah, and then he was just, yeah, just wouldn't talk about it. And it got to a point it started to upset me a little bit. And I was like, come on, like, I know this is a lot to process. And it wasn't until when we went for the first proper scan, the 12-week scan, And he was just really quiet. Like, I was obviously, like, I was mesmerized by it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing so early on. And he was really quiet. And I was just like, well, I had to say something then. And I was just really upset. I was just like, come on. Like, I know you're still processing, but what do you feel? He's like, I just don't know. I just, for a long time, he's like, I just don't know. I don't really know what I feel. Wow. You know, and, and I think it was just, I don't know. There's a lot for him to think. I think he just takes the responsibility all on. I don't know why. If your boyfriend does respond like that, he's fine now. He's okay. Um <laughs> So how long we, was you know, he catatonic t- for? Oh, he was catatonic for <laughs> week? Well, that was 12 weeks, gone. Wow. So it was the first few months. You know, I'd bring it up. He'd just be very one-word answer. And he was just a bit in denial, I think. Yeah. You know, I, I did have a friend. I told this to my friend and she went, oh, my boyfriend couldn't handle it and went to a hotel for the night. Wow. To process. Wow. Yeah. I think some guys take it, you know, it's not always, I, I do know another girl as well who said he was so like shocked and just not ready for it. He wasn't okay until the baby was born. Wow. And then he was amazing. Just yeah. I just, so you know. it's much it, for them to consider as well. Like Kenny's probably processing it.
1: Worried because of what you've been through. Worried about you physically yeah. and mentally as well, and maybe just put it all on him. It, it really is so much, and I think even people that really, really want it, it, you still, when it actually happens,
0: although although it's amazing, it's hard to process. And I think well, it's big, yeah, you know. And it's I think it's good that you know, some the, he does think that deeply about it. Yeah, in the way it's not just like oh, well, let's just have babies. That's not probably ideal either but it's um yeah I think just don't panic too much if you do have a boyfriend or husband or whatever who's or partner who's a bit freaked out because I think that is pretty normal and I was worried it would you know be like this throughout the whole pregnancy and it hasn't been so that's uh yeah so that's
1: yeah Don't panic I think you're right when you say it shows you know the the levity of it because after I'd had maybe like a week of being really excited and processing it all, but also a strange week with having lost my nanor as well and trying to process two things, there was an evening when I, I run a bath and I did all that stuff where you're so nervous, aren't you? And I put a thermometer in the bath to make sure it was the right temperature and all that. And it was a meat mm-hmm. thermometer because that's all I had. And I got in the bath because I just... Tasty bath. Yes i just felt anxious that night so i got in the bath, and it was only when i sat there and and christian always sits on the toilet with me and we chat when i have a bath um and he was he looked at me and he went you're not okay are you and you know when you know you're not okay and someone says that that's game over isn't it and i said i don't think i can do this not that i don't want it i don't think i'm going to be a very good mum I don't think I can handle this pregnancy. It's already feeling overwhelming. I don't think I'm responsible enough for me, never mind a child. And I just doubted every inch of me. And like all this stuff that I now know will, will just be intuition and instinct, and that's fine. It was just terrifying. So um, Christian was devastated because this was his biggest dream come true. But he just said, maybe talk to someone. Like, And it was like, I don't know who to talk to because... And I also felt guilty for feeling it. I felt embarrassed for feeling it. Like there's a lot of people that want this and I'm doubting if I can even do it. What's wrong with me? So I rung the doctor and because of COVID and stuff, I wasn't able to go in. So she just um, phoned me back and we had a chat and she said, what's wrong? And I said, I'm having really, really bad anxiety. I'm pregnant. I've just found out and I'm struggling to process it and I don't know if I can do it. And she just said, you're not alone. So many people feel like this. And she said, you know, pregnant people and the partners feel like this. And that immediately Mm. made me feel better. And then she said, and it, it shows you will be a fantastic parent because you are aware of everything it's gonna bring. And you're aware of how big this is. And you're aware of how hard this is gonna be and how much it's gonna change your life. She said, did you ever think about it that way? That this is a great thing. And I was like, no thank you <laughs> and I put the phone down mm. and never had another well not I have had a lot of worried thoughts but never thought like that again and I just went downstairs and I said to Christian okay I feel better I can do this and it it, it just needed that doctor to kind of normalize those feelings and maybe Kenny could have helped you know maybe that would have helped him
0: yeah well do you know what the midwife I remember the midwife saying you know how are you feeling and you know there's so much going on in your body and pregnancy like one midwife has said to me before there is no such thing as a normal pregnancy everyone is so unique every pregnancy is so different and unique to the person and can affect you completely differently you know I've had a friend who we who's pregnant at the same time as well and she's like I've had crazy anxiety and to be be honest with you I you know I had really bad anxiety when I was trying to get pregnant and now um I feel like pregnancy has had a quite calming effect on me. I'm sorry, that's probably really annoying if you're feeling mega anxious, but mm. it just has. And that's not anything I've done differently. That's that's hormones or that's something in my body. I think there's so much you don't have control over. Like the changes you're going through are so, you know, massive yeah. Um so you definitely, definitely need to speak to someone. Yeah, I wish I'd probably put. I think I would thought about putting Kenny in touch with people. You know, what, boys are like That's just a bit crap. Yeah. Um, maybe should have pushed harder, but um, yeah, absolutely talk to someone. Talk, you know, even if it's not your doctor, there's lots of organisations, even friends, other people, other people who've had babies previously who might not have had. If you say to them, "Did you ever feel anxious?" or mm. you know, I was chatting to my mum and sister the other day, and I they never mentioned anything about. It. They've both had four kids between them. No, each sorry, Gah. eight kids between. Wow. And, you know, I was like, oh, I, I occasionally get worried about... Uh, well, you know, like I had a slight um, concern about the baby's heartbeat the other week. And they said, well, you're worried, you know, at different points throughout your pregnancy about all sorts mm. of things. Of course, you, I think everyone is because mm. you, you are aware that what if something goes wrong or what if, you know, that that's bound to happen. And I think, but if your anxiety is sort of day to day and it's getting quite bad, then definitely, um, yeah, seek help. Yeah, and, and don't feel bad about that because...
1: It is very normal, like you say. Nice. And I think when people that are outside of you, and maybe maybe just you and your partner, they're always going to say congratulations you must be so happy because ultimately it is it's a celebration it's a new life and that is everyone's response but if someone's saying to you that day oh this is amazing congratulations how wonderful and inside you don't feel wonderful that's okay that's yeah. also totally fine it's just that that's how people are gonna react that's just the way it's like we are
0: given a script to say when someone says they're pregnant <laughs> I mean the things it does to your body that first trimester I it's For me, I mean, I had nausea most days. Not never physically sick, but the nausea was intense. I could only only eat, and this really worried me like crap. The worst carbohydrates, just pizza, I Burger King, fruit and veg, and even now to an extent, not so much fruit, but veg just made me the smell of it made me physically sick. My the my smell was insane, and I don't know if a little bit of this was left over from COVID because my my senses my smell was affected a little bit by covid but Jenny, it was the it was like everything smelt. Everything smelt disgusting. We had to change our um, laundry detergent. What? Even last night, actually, I said to Kenny, "Get that out of your mouth. Can't bear it." And it was just chewing gum. So even the nice and smelling things. It wasn't just sewing. like a high to oh, yeah. close
1: one. It was even the nice things.
0: Oh yeah, like oh so many things. Like coriander, I always mm. love. I have on absolutely absolutely everything. The smell of it would make me i'd be like get it out the room absolutely can't be near it i still can't walk through the um vegetable aisle in a supermarket (laughs) and breathe i have to breathe in and because there's something in there it's a mix of the veg celery is a particular culprit um i've realized everywhere smelt moldy like every single person's perfume and aftershave disgusting oh my i've not sprayed perfume on me for months and kenny's got that brand new tom ford one I know. <laughs> what a waste. I don't even know what it smells like. <laughs> Honestly, I was with a friend the other day and he was wearing quite a bit of aftershave. And I'm sure it smelled lovely, but I was like, oh, I was gagging. Like it was so bad. Gosh. Um, yeah, I just had, and I was getting worried about what I was eating because I was like, I'm not eating any fruit or veg because I can't stomach it. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, but I... I spoke to a lot of people, a lot of women who've had babies, looked at a lot you online a lot. Apparently it's absolutely fine. Your babies, as long as you're taking your vitamins, yep. you like pregnancy vitamins, that's all they're needy at that point. But you it's mad to me but that in those first three months that trimester that they're, they're developing everything. I know. Like everything is coming together in those first three months and then the next six months is them basically growing. Yeah. But everything is coming like it's mad what goes and that's why I think it's insane that we don't share that we're in the first trimester, because that is when your body is really working the hardest. It
1: really is, and it's it, it is so incredibly hard. And I, I'd be terrified. Like,
0: okay, that's a big yeah. deal. Uh, yeah, it's like its brain, its brain stem yes. is is, um, is forming this week, and its eyes. I'd be like, what? It's eight weeks old or something. Oh. I thought all that happened later on. I didn't realize it all happens in that first trimester. It's just mind blowing stuff. Yeah, and that's why. Um, everyone was saying second trimester will be better because it all calms down and it's true like do you remember the bloating like my bloating was so bad I started buying maternity clothing don't do it if you're listening don't do it because the maternity clothing most of it is so badly do you remember we had so many conversations so much of it just feels like it was designed by a man yes like it's just not comfortable it digs in it's like oh here's this elasticated waist which is just unbearably uncomfortable I managed to Oh, I, f- I managed to find about two or three things that were so comfy. I'll share them on our Instagram because, you know, they're just things that will get you through. Yeah, yeah. But don't, I don't know, maternity clothing seems a bit lame to me. this It looks like there's loads of options, but as soon as you try it on. Oh, no, I've got a photo
1: of me. I think every time I got a maternity bundle, I sent you videos and you were just like, mm. yeah, same, same. And there's a pair of leggings, all I've worn since really is leggings, but because of the bloat, you are you do think you've already got like a bit of a bump because of the bloat. Yeah. So I was getting the leggings with like more room for the bump. And there's a picture of me in front of my mirror and I could pull them up over my boobs to my neck. So it looked like I had an
0: all-in-one bodysuit. And I was like, this is quite, it's nazzy. I like this one. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, think, I think you just have to find like one super, I've got like one super comfy pair of leggings, one like jeggings. And then everything else, everything else pretty much fits. Like, it's like, you know, there's lots of oversized dresses that I already had. Yes. You know, that's quite, there's, there's so many of those at the moment anyway. Just get stuff like that. It's just, people said to me, don't buy loads of maternity clothing. Obviously, it's the first thing you yeah. do <laughs> um, when you're like seven weeks pregnant. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's just a complete waste of time. Wouldn't I bother. found
1: shopping nice because like all of a sudden you're, joys have been taken away from you like smells gone right food I was yeah. so so sick so sick didn't enjoy food for the whole time and that's one of the few pleasures in life uh, alcohol gone so a
0: bit of online shopping was nice <laughs> true did you have any foods that like saved you because I only realized about it was probably <sighs> towards the end of the first trimester annoyingly I saw someone else on their Instagram saying. Um, coca-cola saved their life during pregnancy in that respect because obviously you're like well i can't have caffeine but there's not that much there's actually less caffeine i figured out in a i think it was a coke than a diet coke anyway i was like right i'm gonna have a coke see if that does anything and obviously i'm not having caffeine at this point so tired i had a can of coke and i swear jenny i could have cried (laughs) i felt so happy because i just felt normal again the nausea disappeared i had some energy i was below my caffeine yeah intake I just thought so I just went through a stage it didn't last long probably only lasted two two weeks or so three weeks where I had a can of coke at work every day and I looked for I waited for it I waited for that one can every day Yep. My God, it was an absolute saving grace. That's so funny you say that because that was mine too.
1: And I was working from home. So I've got a photograph of my windowsill next to where I sat and did my shows. And there's like a pyramid of cans. It was like, took a picture. I was like, tell me you're pregnant <laughs> without telling me you're pregnant. Cause it, and what I had was I got Coke. I'm so fussy. I won't have Diet Coke. I want Coke Zero. So it was Coke Zero, caffeine free and um christian would oh does that still work because you do so good it it hit just the same amy and christian would drive around to every supermarket he could to get like and if they had it in stock he'd buy like packs of it because it's all i could now i've replaced it with if i show you now on zoom a Fanta Grape zero this is my only craving that i'm having right now Oh, no! Nice. Fanta Grape yeah. Zero and those like Fanta Tango ice blast things you can get in co-ops. Ugh. Oh, I've
0: noticed you having those. Oh. Yeah, ice. What is it with ice? ice. Like ice poles are so wonderful. Oh. So refreshing. First trimester, ice water. Ugh. I remember my friends saying, just have a glass of ice, yeah. that
1: hits differently. I've had a lot of um. women say as well, they've, they were so put off by this is awful, the smell of their partner. And I thank these women for their honesty. But the smell of that, they're like, I couldn't have him near me. Like just the smell of his skin, you know, that normally would turn
0: you on and you'd be really attracted to That's interesting. Because I had that with Kenny, but only for about a week or two, like about six weeks ago. Really? Where it was just like him. I was just like, oh, why do you smell different? And it's gone. (laughs) But it's, and I was like, oh, have you brushed your teeth? Yes. And it was just like, it was just this weird smell. yes that I've never smelt before but it goes it just comes and goes it's so odd it's like yeah I had it with Christian oh my goodness breath
1: breath blesses art and he was brushing his teeth like seven times a day he was like I don't know what else (laughs) to do and I just couldn't but again it was a
0: move out (laughs) just get out it's the only thing you can do it's about a week I just need to be on my own yeah it's so weird I mean these things look if you're listening now in the first trimester thinking my god this is me it does well for most women it does pass but some it doesn't you believe like Kate Middleton had like nine months of that uh, she gets of like the um there's a term for it I can't remember I if I knew that was going to be my fate for nine months I don't think I could do it <sighs> for not I she's had three kids that's insane I know. it's I mean fair play to her that's Oh, A friend
1: of mine is a vet and she had full sickness for nine months and was actually
0: physically sick. I was never physically sick, I just felt sick. What we go through. Well, look, that was basically our first trimester experience. Um, So if you're thinking you're going through some weird stuff at the moment, hopefully that will reassure you that you're not alone. It's it's the weirdest, weirdest time. (laughs) And hopefully for you it will pass. So we've had some questions. So um, we did say if there's anything you want to ask get in touch to new mums podcast at gmail.com um, we are going to get some experts on but I think I think we can answer this one without an expert today so I thought I'd just read it okay. out um, this is from Stacy who says loving the new podcast congratulations to you both once again thanks oh, Stace. Thank I do have a question regarding the last episode where do you get your fertility tests done me and my partner are looking to start a family soonish and we're same-sex so either looking at a donor or or IVF but want to see our fertility before we either potentially waste money or time thanks for your advice so I don't know have you tried for a start going to GP because I don't the only thing is is I think they'll what they'll say is I mean for a heterosexual couple they'll say have you been how long you've been trying because they won't see you unless it's been like I think it's a year or maybe even... Is it Tim? No. Oh, Jenny, yeah. If you've been trying for a year, you've got to be at, at least have been trying for a year. Because they say the average per- couple to get pregnant um, is one to two years. So they won't see you unless you've been trying for a I mean, they don't know yeah. how long you've been trying. They don't, they, they don't but- know. <laughs> have you been... Yes. But <laughs> bearing in mind for a same-sex couple, that's not going to be the same conversation. So I don't know if... I would speak to your GP first and see if there's any options. With that...
1: I- I would say as well, yeah, go sooner rather than later because I just know friends
0: that have and it's a long waiting list. So you might as well get that done, get that that done. Unfortunately, a lot of it is private and it is expensive. But I guess with you both, if you're looking to see who's got the most eggs or who's got the, you know, the the best god is there a better word than environment I don't even know how you would say that but do you know what I mean you want to see who's got the best chance or or before you do IVF that's really sensible um the fertility MOTs I was talking about was just there's loads of women's clinic it's it's a case to be quite honest of googling these private clinics just put fertility MOT in google um and picking the clinic that you're most comfortable with Um, I know that there's one there's a women's clinic that was it was about I think they're about 300 quid so which you know annoyingly if you're both going to go for it as well that is a lot of money I appreciate but unfortunately that's the if you're doing it privately that is the thing you need to do but they will look at your um you know they'll look at your egg count and all that kind of thing which is important but yeah I I found when I was going to do IVF I did find a clinic which I really liked it took a lot of research you've got to see what suits you basically IVF wise, the one i was going to go for they did a sort of mild version of ivf and they had some free webinars and um they'd have like zoom conferences so you could just tap in and you know listen to everything they've got to say so it's just doing your research i think really and finding one that's right for you but if you just put fertility mot in google you'll you will find one but like i say yeah try and speak to your gp first because it's unfortunately it is bloody expensive i imagine
1: with the cost With it being private, different places. I I imagine there's a range of prices too. So shop about.
0: They're all they're all hideously expensive. But um, (laughs) there's I've seen like fertility MOTs because I've recommended to friends before. They're they're always around three hundred pounds. Anything the cheapest the The least I've ever spent on a a private procedure was a pre IVF scan that was about two hundred quid, two hundred fifty quid. But yeah, so um, it's it's a shame, but yeah, you just got to find the clinic that works for you. Really, there's not a specific what what I might like, you might not. So, but definitely, but yeah, the prices do do vary. So, hundred percent, look around and find the cheapest you can. To be quite honest, Um, if your GP can't do anything and. Yeah. And if we do get an expert on soon, um, we'll address that as well, because that is a really interesting, uh, really interesting one. So um, stick with us thanks again for joining us this week if you do have any questions remember to get in touch the email is two new mums podcast at gmail.com and we'll do our best to get them answered and thank you as well to our sponsor the baby show uh, tickets
1: are on sale at the uk slash excel but like we said at the start of this episode we have a very exclusive discounted offer just for you uh, so you can find us on our website two new mums uk and on our instagram as well two new mums podcast uh, and then we also have 100 tickets to giveaway coming soon uh, so make sure you're following us on Instagram because that's going to be appearing there as well see you later